I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hello, friends. We are back again for our last episode of the night. This is the Never Have I Ever After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. We are covering episodes seven and eight of this absolutely amazing show that I can always talk about. I'm your host, Brian Santos, and I'm going to say it again. This episode eight is my favorite episode in the entire season. So, I am ready to jump in. You guys know why I love this. I am ready to talk about it. But I will be nowhere without my amazing co-host first. She is giving us that Indian perspective. India is living in the U.S. She is the queen of Bollywood. We love her. We stand her. It is Shiksha Matani. Hey, girl. How are you? Hi. How are you guys? I'm so amazing. excited. Amazing. Yes. <laughs> let's talk this show. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. Love it. We also have the lover of K-pop. She does K-pop News Weekly. She does the American Idol After Show, the Masked Singer After Show. She is just amazing, and we love her. She is Trina Dong. Hello, girl. Welcome back. Hi. I'm happy to be back talking about this show. It is the greatest thing to happen to me all quarantine. I agree. I 1,000% agree. This was absolutely what we needed in these crazy times. <laughs> so funny, so relatable, so great, and I can't wait to get into it. So, um, there was like two main like roller coasters throughout these two episodes, which was the roller coaster of the trio, Fab, Davy, and Eleanor, and then this roller coaster between Davy and Paxton. So so much transpired in these two episodes, and I want to break down all of that. So let's kind of just go through them kind of um, consecutively. So yeah. let's do it. So let's first talk about Jonah. So Jonah comes into the scene, comes back with his fantasy by Mariah Carey. He is joining <laughs> joining the trio yet again. And he low-key replaces Davy because Davy has been such a bad friend in these last couple episodes. You know, we saw that big blowout she had in episode five, and then we went to Ben's episode in episode six. Um, so Shiksha, tell me your thoughts. What were you thinking when Davy got replaced by Jonah and how shook she was? She deserved it. Um, <laughs> yes. Is that mean to say? Uh, no, not no. at all. <laughs> She just, she's not been the best friend. Um, she, they wanted to tell, I think this is where they wanted to tell her these big things that were happening in their lives. And she blew mm -hmm. them off because of her boy troubles. Because she was so consumed with boys, boys, boys. Yeah. Um, and it's like, girl, who are you to complain when you're just, yeah. I don't know. Like she didn't talk to them about what happened at Model UN. They, she didn't give them a chance to talk to her about what was going on in their life. So, like, yeah, she kind of deserved it a little bit. I agree. Trina, what are your thoughts? I do think she deserved it. I did think that her friends were being a little harsh with the way they were presenting it and just kind of shoving it in her face. I thought, not that she didn't deserve it, but I think that they're a little better than that. So, mm -hmm. I don't know. It kind of goes both ways, I think that it she definitely heard them like she gets it but I still think it's mean yeah one of the really really I think that stuck out with me in that exchange was when she said she was going to make it up to Fab and then Fab was like no it's okay Jonah was there for me and I was like oh girl like that one like that just rubbed me the wrong way so yeah. um, that was a lot of drama it was so mean speaking, yeah it was it was so mean and speaking of drama we have Eleanor's mother Joyce she's back she is ready to shake things up <laughs> so at the end of episode five we just see very very little of her we see that this revelation that she is back in LA but mm. with these two episodes we see all of the drama transpire so she 
for lack of a better term, she's toxic. She has bad parenting. She does all these things to these girls. She basically almost outs Fab. Um, she also outs Davy to her mother, which was so crazy. I want to get your take, Shisha, on that encounter because you mentioned that a little bit. But Trina, tell me your thoughts on Joyce and her parenting style. I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, of course, she's her parent, but I don't know that we can call her that because she's yeah. not doing any parenting. And so her being back doesn't mean that she automatically gets to have a parent card and is going to do all of the right things. I think that Eleanor definitely knows what's coming, but she's trying to try. Eventually, she gives in. And so, but we all know, you know, how it's going to go because the type of people that come in always go back out, right? So definitely. Shiksha, what were your thoughts when it was revealed that Davy was having sex, quote unquote? I don't think the mom acted strongly enough, to be honest, just because um, it was kind of a huge deal. Even the fact that it was cleared up that no, she wasn't having sex. And if you notice, she freaked out the minute her mom heard the news. Mm -hmm. Because even if it is subconsciously, like, she is still Indian. And I think that even subconsciously, she knows how bad that that is. Um, but then even the fact that it was a rumor and she lied about it is just as bad. It's not good. And um, I don't know. I think the mom, see, this is where I'm torn about the mom because there are moments where she's super stern and, and then there are other moments where she's less. And I don't understand what the mom is the character characters doing really like yeah. I just didn't really know what to expect from her and I wasn't too pleased with how it was like what the result was yeah I agree that it was kind of just like really really quick you know like you said it's such a big thing such a big moment like she should have like flew off the handle but mm. maybe what I would say like playing devil's advocate maybe she was going back to the whole like keeping face kind of thing like she didn't want to fly off the handle in the middle of everybody so she kind of wanted to like reel it in and maybe deal with it later, if that makes sense. What do you guys think? But did they really deal with it later? No, no. exactly. You so. know, like, okay, I yeah. get that. I understand, like, we will talk We will talk when we get home. Um, mm -hmm. You know, let's, uh, pushing it off till then. But then even when then they, even when they got home, the mom still yelled at her and, and lectured her, but it wasn't enough, I didn't think. Yeah. Not for the crime. I, don't yeah. know. I mean, she does the same thing the entire time that we were talking about before. I don't know if you guys talked about last episode, but the one prior to that, when it's just like she, her words are stronger than what actually happens. So she's saying a yeah. lot of things, but doesn't actually do anything because I think she's caught between what she's, what her daughter's going through versus real life versus grieving, you know, mm -hmm. not that it gives her any reason to not just follow through with what she's saying, but I think she's just confused on how to parent. Well, I also think that, just think about everything that Davy's been doing up until here. She's been drinking. She's been caught yeah. out, sneaking out to parties. She's been caught lying about her sex life. All of these are huge offenses as a 15-year-old Indian girl, okay? So for the consequences to not be as grave or the lecture to not be as stern didn't, vibe with me I couldn't relate to that because I know that had it been me it would have been a million times a billion times worse you know mm. so it just it was like okay yeah. you know interesting definitely another thing I want to weigh in on is fab so after that whole drama with Joyce and Eleanor and Davey 
Um, Fab is kind of left with the aftermath because this was basically the moment. You know, we finally see the moment with her and her mom. And I love how it, I just, I can't even speak to how I love this so much. I love this scene. <laughs> it was so, so real. It was like so close to my own coming out story. I talked to this with Shishka a little bit last episode was that with my mom kind of asking, are you gay? You know, taking that kind of pressure off. But with this, I, I love just how understanding the mom was especially the line that really stuck with me was when she was like have you been trying to tell me this and she's like yeah she's like that must have been really hard for you oh, because yeah. like that would let that one just oh, like took yeah. me all the way out oh, good. I was like, whoa dude like that seriously like to, to just comprehend or understand the struggle like from an external perspective like it's it's so great to see and the fact that again the realness when she was just like just give me a moment like I'm not upset or anything but I'm just processing all that I'm about to cry <laughs> but all yeah. that it was it's just like so real and I loved how they portrayed this scene so much and it just worked out in the end like tell me your guys thoughts because I I loved it I can't say enough about it yeah I think that she proved that she was the mom that we hoped she was going to be and I said it a couple episodes or at the last show that I was on that she was just trying to do what she knew how to do it but not necessarily mm -hmm. trying to peg anyone under a certain category of anything just trying to relate to her and so I think she probably of course she felt a little bit taken back but I think now she's probably happy that she at least knows maybe how to talk to her kid yeah and so yeah. while it's like shocking she probably she was like well at least you can you know take French and this is wasn't a lie or whatever that whole <laughs> bit yeah. changing, like the language she was taking so I thought that was very cool because I mean you say it all the time Brian on watching other things but not every coming out story is a tragedy mm -hmm. and I think it's great that we are able to highlight another type of realistic story yeah or they not we I wish it was yeah. me <laughs> <laughs> how are you uh I thought this was one of the best scenes in the show because it was it was almost unexpected because um, we've seen the mom and you almost don't know what to expect from her because even though we realized beforehand that she was a good mom and just didn't know how to talk to her daughter or relate to her, it could have gone the complete opposite way too, right? Mm -hmm. Where she, she didn't react quite the way that she did. But I thought the mom handled it so beautifully, under, immediately understanding, not just, you know, not just accepting her daughter for who she is, but understanding what her daughter has been going through immediately connecting the dots to saying oh is that what you guys were trying to tell is that what you were trying to tell us at the family meeting like mm -hmm. she immediately picked up on that um and then the fact that she reversed it and said oh great then you can switch back to AP French and we can go on our trip yeah, like exactly it was so matter of fact like that's what I was worried about okay you're gay whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I just want you to be in French, you know? It was like, that's awesome. I love it. Yeah, I love this too. I'm so happy that we all agree because that was, again, one of my favorite moments from the scene. I agree with you Shikha, so much that it was so great to see. And speaking of more positivity, um, the end of this episode is only positive for one person, which is Davy, because <laughs> Paxton calls her, because, but she's struggling with these two, these two decisions. Joyce, the terrible parent that she is, uh, goes for Broadway. <laughs> she says, thank you, next, to her daughter yet again, and leaves Eleanor in the dust. So Eleanor is going through it. She is shook, and Fab is right there with her to help her. But Paxton, being the man that he is, texts 
Davy saying, hey, I need your help. You owe me. And obviously Davy is like, ah! I <laughs> know, does not know what to do. So before we get to like what we thought about it, I want to know your honest opinions. Trina, what would you have done? I would have told my friends that he texted me to say there's an emergency and either drag them with if they're like oh let's go do that or if they're like but this is much worse then I would stay there and tell him to call someone else she's just like too many secrets seriously Shiksa how about you I would have gone I like to think that I would go to my friends I would probably ignore the text and then say oh I just saw this yeah. <laughs> literally me <laughs> He said emergency though. I know, but like she could have already been with Eleanor and not have seen her phone. It's very possible. So <laughs> if she texts back within an hour, what's the big deal? You know? So I'm screaming because I thought you meant to say I didn't see this to Eleanor. No, <laughs> no not to no. No. I was like, oh yeah, totally me. Yeah, no, that's what I would have done. No, but no, I No, Bryant. <laughs> no 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 she should have gone with her friends they just yeah. forgave her you know yeah, yeah. you're on thin water you're <laughs> like you're walking a fine line with your friends so True. to um ditch them again for the boy you know no, seriously but yeah. I agree with with Trina that communication would have been the easiest way like yeah. yes they would have been pissed again but at least give them the heads up like he says he had this emergency like you know <laughs> And I think what she's dealing with, God, I don't know how to describe it without sounding like a bitch, but <laughs> I Just think what she's, she's dealing with is like, it's timely, if that makes sense. Like, oh God. <laughs> her, her best friend is having a meltdown yeah. because yes. her mother, I mean, not like, a, it's not a boy troubles, it's her mom yes. that is ditched right. her. And, and baby should have understood that immediately because she just lost her dad. So what the hell was she so thinking, true, right? She was just thinking um, as a 15, like a 15 year old girl. Mm -hmm. But in reality, she should have gone to her friends because her friends really needed her and communicated to Paxton maybe that she needed a couple hours or something. Yeah, but then- Yeah. Here's my thing though. That's what I was trying to get across. I feel like, <laughs> with, men, I feel like with men, there's like a window. So I feel like she was like in like, so in that window, she was like, God, like, I feel like Fab and Eleanor will forgive me, right. but this is my one shot with Paxton. If I don't take it, there's going to be no more shots. So that's also, what I was thinking. Yeah. There's something to say for that. She did go to Paxton's something about that entire day probably did, you know, influence things later. Yes. So yeah, let's actually just get into that. Cause that's perfect way. That's how we get into episode eight because we're left with a cliffhanger on episode seven of, oh my gosh, where did she go? And it turns out that she went to Paxton's house. So girl, I'm right there with you. Um, <laughs> oh, so obviously she thinks that something is gonna go down. He's gonna profess his love for her. What, I don't even know what she was thinking in her head when she went there, but Shikshka, tell me your thoughts. Do you agree? <laughs> Probably not, but doesn't. do you agree with her ultimate decision? <laughs> Look, I understand why she made the choice that she did, but I also think she was so, so, so wrong, especially yeah. because of everything she had just gone through with her friends. It wasn't her first offense. It was her second, third offense, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, 
Yeah, no, I did not agree at all with. I, I understand <laughs> it was a hard choice, but like, no. <laughs> Trina, how about you? Um, I also disagreed because I really do think if she would have just told her friends that someone had said the word emergency to her, that maybe you know she could have somehow handled both situations and said, "I'll be there in an hour," and then be like, "Paxton, how? you have an hour." How when you when you have Fab coming to her at the locker saying she needs us now, she is bawling and having a huge crisis in the room I now. Did it, but what I'm saying is he said the word emergency and that's that's the word emergency is scary. She looked panicked. She didn't think it was just something. She looks like it was something bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. See, I'm torn. I'm torn. I'm torn. I think it was wrong that she went. I'm just saying she should have told the girls what was happening on her phone so that they could solve it together. And if they said you're the worst friend in the world, you stay here, then you throw your phone in the toilet and you stay there. True, true. Communication again. I mean, maybe I'm just thinking with something else on my head. Um, but <laughs> I'm somewhere yeah. in the middle. <laughs> I mean, we're wrong. Brian and I are generally wrong when it comes to decisions about <laughs> going about it's a thirst trap decision. <laughs> we're usually oh wrong. god. Okay. We have bad judgment. I'm screaming. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's jump into something else before I feel like I could talk about the subject forever. But let's exactly. talk about Ben because yeah. it's his birthday. And again, we oh. see more absent parenting. God, if my parents told me they were going on a trip that they just like they chose to, like they totally could not do on my birthday, oh my God, it would be over for them. Uh, <laughs> Shiksha, tell, tell me your thoughts. What would you think? Um, I was pissed for Ben because they were almost asking him permission to skip his birthday. Mm -hmm. They yeah. wanted him to say, oh, it's okay, mom and dad. I don't care that you missed my birthday. Go have fun. I don't matter. You know, obviously he wasn't going to say any of that, but that's kind of what they were aiming for, I felt. That's what they wanted to hear from yes. him. Um, and the fact that he gave him $1,000, like, it was mm -hmm. just so unsettling. This poor, poor, poor Ben. <laughs> yeah that was bad it was well, so bad it was and Trina his parents like uh, Shikushka have asked him to to throw a party gave him a thousand dollars and said throw this party and we will see what happens and he's hesitant at first until Davy sparks something in him um so Trina did you see something there because Shishka and I talked about this little bit last episode that there was like a little bit of spark but what did yeah. you think um, yeah, I mean, they toy with it a lot at the, like, throughout, it, well, when they stop fighting so much at the very mm -hmm. beginning before they, you know, but yeah, there's always a little something, but I never thought it was from Davey's side. I always thought it was coming from Ben, that mm. he had a little something lingering because of, like, his situation. He doesn't like his situation very much, whether that yeah. be his girl or his parents, and she's a consistent thing in his life, if we think about it. Probably the most consistent thing that's always around. So mm -hmm. for him to want her makes total sense to me. Um, but then also for him to try to show up Paxton because he thinks that he's cooler than Paxton. So why is she paying more attention to another guy for once? He's jealous. Yeah. So that's why this whole party happened in the first place, to make her jealous. Mm-hmm. And it goes wild. <laughs> and we will get to we will get to the fall of all of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Does it ever? Right. So 
when this party happens, Davy asks her mom to go to the party. And obviously, Lamani says no, because we already see all the drama that Davy has been part of sneaking out again, the sex rumor, all this crazy stuff. <laughs> but she's able to go because she blackmails Kamala when she catches Kamala with Steve in the room. And <laughs> I, I, I loved it. I lost it at the same time. Trina, your thoughts? I loved the the difference between their reactions. So Kamala thought that Davy was going to be like, you're disgusting, you're a disgrace to the family. And I do not know why she thought that because it's obvious that Davy is on a different side of these traditions than she is. Yes. And so I thought that was interesting that, she, and it's so clear that she just automatically goes into shame about these things. And it's really mm -hmm. sad because she automatically goes into, I'm disappointing you, what have you. But yes. really, they're on the exact same page. If Davy could have, be making out with Paxton in her bed, she would be. <laughs> Wouldn't we all? Um, <laughs> uh, another person we see again, besides Steve, yeah. is our friendly neighborhood therapist, Dr. Ryan. We love her. Dan, her. Um, tell me your thoughts on this exchange, because she is obviously going through it, Davy, as usual, and comes to Dr. Yeah. Ryan for this different advice. So what are your thoughts? I'm trying to think of which therapy visit this is. I know, this me is, too. I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, there's so many like little droplets. It's not the in. one where she's about to go on a date, right? No, because that's when she asked for the red panty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is the one where she's asking for real deal advice. I think and so. She, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think everything that happens in this therapy office goes haywire. So it does, when, exactly when she goes there to talk about something specific, it, they all, she always thinks that one answer means something else. Yes. And then Dr. Ryan kind of thinks she got through to her, but is kind of very scared that she didn't. And yes. so I think these therapy sessions I just wish they were, and I know why they are they are what they are because it leads to the next things and it's funny mm -hmm. and it's, but it's anything but grieving and yes. therapy, that's for sure. Definitely, I 100% agree. We lost Shishka for a minute, but we have her back now. How are you, girl? girl. <laughs> all right, so all of that happened and let's just jump into the party because this is where the meat of the world, like everything just goes down <laughs> at the party. <laughs> So oh I want to start with Ben and Davy. Yeah. So Ben tries to kiss Davy twice. He goes in, kisses her, she freaks out, then he that does it again. <laughs> he does it again, thinking it's going to be a better, like that's the definition of insanity, thinking that doing the same thing is going to get a better result. Because she obviously was even more freaked out and creeped out. So she could tell me your thoughts. Were you as shook as I was when Ben kissed Davy twice? Oh my God, best scene ever. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> like, not only did he try to kiss her once, but twice. I mean, dude, you know, um, he was definitely feeling the moment. I was yeah. all for it. I kind of really wanted it to happen. But <laughs> I love the way that it, like, the way that it ended um, with her, like, being, uh, what you doing, dude? And the fact that she said, you have a girlfriend, this is wrong, was... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I loved it. That was the beginnings of a beautiful romance. <laughs> yeah. That's Team a ben. point you bring Team up. Ben. 
Yes, because I totally forgot about the girlfriend up until this point. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I forgot that they're still together. Like there was never a breakup scene to our understanding of yeah. it falling apart. So I guess we're gonna see what happens there. But after that drama happens, it leads right into even more drama with the apparently the balls and the punch that whole thing oh, happened. <laughs> and Davy <laughs> runs to try and save Fab from drinking that ball punch. And ends up spilling the punch all over her and ruins her cold suit. First of all, I screamed at that one lion and that was hilarious. Um, <laughs> but Trina, tell me your thoughts on that, that whole situation, how it transpired and how Fab just blew up. Yeah, I feel really bad that it had to happen publicly like that because you know that Fab wouldn't have wanted it to happen that way either. But everybody yeah. was at a breaking point that what was anyone supposed to do you were just gonna let her rush up and spill things on you when she's acting wild and so I felt bad about the whole thing but I also felt bad for Davy too when she didn't know how to react so then she looks like a jerk Mm -hmm. and then she flies into a pool like the whole thing was from HSM (laughs) 2 yeah oh and then you know she got outed yes that was even more layers 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 exactly it just really sucked for everyone watching I think the only one that it didn't really suck for was Paxton because I think it just made him like Davey more Mm -hmm. I think there was something about that that made so he was the only one that got anything positive out of it I think yes I'm gonna go into that because you know I obviously have thoughts (laughs) in like (laughs) two minutes (laughs) but (laughs) tell me your thoughts on Eve and Fab because I also think that Fab kind of did get something positive out of it because she got this little exchange with Eve. So yeah. what do you think about that? Well, I think that the way that she was outed to the school was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I was grateful for her to have the opportunity to now take that next step because it was only because it was clear that she was ready to take that next step. Mm, you know? Yes. And, and she was ready, but I think she didn't necessarily know how to maneuver the situation. And this kind of forced her into dealing with what she wanted to deal with. Yeah, definitely. (sighs) Well, speaking of dealing with things, I was dealing with a lot of emotions (laughs) at that last 10 minutes, maybe five minutes of the episode because everything just went like (laughs) So we see Paxton come in, be her knight in shining armor. Obviously I was living for that. He takes her home and then he kisses her. And like, it was just like, like literally, I was not ready mentally, physically, or emotionally for that moment. Trina, tell me your thoughts at the kiss. I thought it was going to be like cuter than it was. I felt like <laughs> she, only because you'd think that she would have this like insanely, like amazing reaction to it because mm, like true. she's been just thirsting after this dude in a very public thinking about him nonstop kind of way. And then she just kind of, she was like a little shocked and a little smiley, but nothing like how we expect her to be. So I thought it was a little lackluster because something about it felt like she thought that she had deserved it versus her actually caring about it and liking it. And I didn't like that. Interesting. Shikta, tell me your thoughts. Okay, so during this episode, I was still a little bit more Team Paxton than I was Team Ben. I was getting there with Ben, but still more Paxton than Ben for this episode, guys. Um, <laughs> so, um, 
I was really excited about the kiss that he finally did it. Um, and I did think it was interesting, like what you were saying, Gina, that um, she didn't focus, all her thoughts weren't on the kiss. It was more on her dad. And that kind of goes back to all the issues she's been dealing with and how the therapist said that, you know, you're consuming yourself with this boy to mm -hmm. get away from your grief. And this kind of just proved it because now that she got the one thing she really wanted, she mm -hmm. still couldn't stop thinking about her dad. And it was heartbreaking. Yeah. It really was to see this moment. But I think they handled um, a teenage girl losing a loved parent very well. And the fact that she was consuming herself with this boy and then bringing it back to the dad was really interesting. And just, it kind of highlighted this message they were trying to show the, the entire time. Sure. That it wasn't it wasn't all about Paxton really it was about her it, uh, distracting herself. Yeah, definitely. I hundred percent agree. I love the ending. Love the kiss. Love how we see the dad again. And that was it. That was our recap for those last two episodes because <laughs> it was like this, literally a roller coaster, like Oof. incredible coaster at Disneyland. Like literally, <laughs> it was <laughs> a lot of emotions, and I loved it. So I want to get into an amazing fun segment we have. We're going to do it again with Trina for the first time. And we're so excited to do it. We are doing such an amazing special segment called Never Have I Ever on Never Have I Ever After Show. Um, so it's perfect. So let us go with Trina first. Trina, oh! give us a Never Have I Ever. <laughs> well, we all have to hold up three fingers. Yes. And we're all going to hold three fingers and play the game along with each other. And if you're in the chat or if you're on the on YouTube watching us, play with us, put up your fingers and tell us your Never Have I Ever's as well. Um, never have I ever made a giant speech in front of a ton of people and then flailed into a pool. <laughs> no, I can't say I have. I can't no, say that. No. Um, okay, I'll go. <laughs> never have I ever been able to kiss my high school crush. Oh, Trina Dog. Oh, high school. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, school crush, no. Got a lot out of that one. <laughs> um, my turn. Uh, never have I ever thrown a drink at a friend. I think I have. Oh, uh, <laughs> what? Sorry, that was I. I went to college in Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> oh snap! Should I have lied this whole time? No, I love it. I'm living for it. <laughs> I think mine was on accident. I think I accidentally like. Oh my god, like. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, amazing okay never have i ever was this the right episode yes never have i ever hosted a sleepover what oh i have i have i have i've Suckers. hosted many, <laughs> <laughs> hosted many. Um, <laughs> let's see never have i ever what is a good one i oh, have one while you're thinking yes do it do it never have i ever um gone and like talked to one of my friend's moms and like got in the middle of their family business no no way mom or dad their parent and got i don't their think so business. i hope not no i don't think i, yeah, I, don't think I was I gonna say if i did i'm glad <laughs> yeah. i blacked it out <laughs> um gosh okay one more for me i'm trying to think um never have i ever Hmm. I can't think of one. Oh no. Trina, do you have another one? Trina, do you have another uh, one? Never have I ever ran out on my therapist. 
Oh, I've no. never been to a therapist. I've never been to a therapist. I want to be, I don't want to go to one. <laughs> I was going to say, I bet Brian puts his finger down on this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we all, me and Trina technically lost, so we have to drink that big Kirkland bottle of vodka I have in my house. I win! <laughs> <laughs> let us know guys in the comments where you're at with this never have i ever we Please. love that i love that so much and that was our special segment i love it we are definitely gonna do it again for our finale which we will let you guys know when it is we are working on that um and yeah we are so excited to get to the last two episodes of this show because it's been an amazing ride and i can't wait to talk about that with you but before we get there trina where can people find you on social media y'all can find me on twitter and instagram at hey trina dong Amazing. Shiksha, how about you? You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, at I Am Bolly Girl, where I post all kinds of Bollywood news and I dance to all kinds of Bollywood songs and dances. Love. Amazing. We love. And I am Brian Santos. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at the Brian Santos. Again, this has been the Never Have I Ever After Show. We love this show so much and we can't wait to see you back here for the finale in a few days. We will see you then. Bye. Thanks, guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.